Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a blessed day today. It's actually beautiful weather down here in Florida. It cooled back down again, which is nice. You know, we're not a stifling 90 degrees as normal. <laughs> but in news that I saw yesterday, and this is something that I'm sure everybody is starting to hear about now, is that the House passed the HR1 bill, which is pretty much the new way of them saying we don't want to have to cheat so egregiously in elections anymore. So we want to make sure our cheating is very easily done. If you guys saw this, it pretty much ends all state and voter ID requirements. It legalizes ballot harvesting nationwide. Get this. It allows the Department of Justice to demand removal of social media posts. I found that real interesting. Doesn't really clarify anything about how far the Department of Justice can go. Pretty much just gives them carte blanche immunity to take down anything they see fit as far as if it's fake news or if anybody is questioning the narrative, so to speak. And also an interesting part of automatically allows voter registration for 16 years old and up. So now individuals, children – that now are getting their driver's license, if this was actually passed all the way, they would be able to vote at 16 years old, which is kind of interesting and quite egregious to me, to be honest with you, because most 16-year-olds that I know, including myself when I was 16, really have no idea what's really going on in the real world for the most part. And giving them the ability now to vote is pretty much like handing them a frag grenade and saying, hey, you guys do with this what you want. Just make sure you make the right decision. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless you're wanting to make sure that you can get millions and millions of illegal aliens the ability to vote in your favor. See, the last this last election where they had to cheat so aggressively with Biden, especially with the Dominion voting machines, they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Now, they didn't actually get prosecuted because apparently the courts refused to see any of it. The FBI refused to look at any of it. Of course, the swamp monster William Barr refused to look at any of it. And so they had to kind of do it in front of everybody, get caught, but not get in trouble, so to speak. And so apparently that's just not going to happen again. They want to have the ability to have free range with whatever they want. So get ready because the next couple of weeks with a lot of these bills they're wanting to go through, Representative Lauren Boebert, who's a basically Republican out of Colorado, big Second Amendment supporter, she said the same thing I said about new the new bill HR 127, which, and I quote, she said, is one of the most egregious firearm bills ever put forward. The process of obtaining the license to own a firearm includes a criminal background check, a psychological evaluation, and passage of a training course. And uh, she said, this is the most egregious gun legislation I've ever seen seen come through. And once again, we need the Senate to hold the line. And she's very accurate on that because as we have seen now, 
bumbling buffoon Biden doesn't even know where he's at most of the time. I think it's almost like weekend with Bernie's with him. <laughs> they kind of kind of prop him up in front of a television screen and a teleprompter and kind of coax him into doing stuff. Dad brought it up yesterday, this shot where Biden basically goes, well, I'm, I'm happy to take any questions if, if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. And then just kind of blankly stares off to the side of the screen and then they cut it. <laughs> I just started laughing. I said, wow, this is really where the United States has fallen to now, where we have the leader of the country, allegedly the leader, sitting there asking if he's supposed to answer questions, if that's what they want him to do, why he stares off into the abyss like a complete and total moron. Sad to see this in this country, but this is, again, why I keep saying we have to get strong on our local city, county, and state level. There's so many states now that are coming in and saying, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to keep locking everything down. It does not work. It is not effective. There's no scientific backing whatsoever that shows it slows a virus. You know, like I told you yesterday, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, everybody's starting to lift off. Now, of course, Governor Nuisance out in California, he came out now and condemned Florida and Texas, basically said that it's unbelievably horrific what we're doing. It's so dangerous, and he's now doubling down that, no pun intended, everybody needs to start wearing two masks in California, and they're discussing making a double mask mandate. In California, as they already have a mask mandate, they're talking about mandating that you have to wear two masks to go out in public if they're able to get this through. You can't even make this stuff up, and you wonder why California is having a mass exodus, and they're all coming to Texas and Florida. I just hope and pray that the individuals coming from California to the free states that are currently operational right now, they remember what these blithering buffoons did to them for the last year, and they don't start trying to push their unbelievably ridiculous ideology onto the free states, which they're very known for doing. These liberals are known for. So that's one thing that I have to pray for because down here in Florida – We're a great free open state, and I hope it stays that way as long as we don't start having these guys push their leftist agenda forcefully onto us down here. What do you think, Ted? Well, I think as long as we have Governor DeSantis, we're going to be okay. I don't think he'll allow us to implement federal legislation on gun control in the state of Florida. And And I know Grady Judd personally. And he would not arrest anybody for this nonsense. He's not coming after you for your guns. Uh, what they probably also continue to do, they're probably going to, you know, make you have to get a COVID shot to register for a concealed weapon, make you get a COVID shot in order to buy a concealed weapon, make you get a COVID shot in order to attend group functions like a church service. They're going to come up with all kinds of crazy stuff to push this COVID shot because of what they want to do from an RNA standpoint that I covered extensively on Wednesday and Thursday show. I'm not going into that again today. But again, it's so important that you stand your ground. Uh, this morning, I was on texting and I was talking to a guy in, in uh, Greece and his name's Theo. And I met him on Santorini about four years ago when Sharon and I and Harrison, my youngest son, went over there on vacation for three weeks. And I'll never forget, he basically uh, was talking to me about what's happening in the world, and he was pretty much clueless. He didn't have any idea what was going on. And he texted me today. And I sent him a text, and he, he realized who I was. He goes, he goes, Ted, he goes, you told me what was going on. You told me what they were going to do four years ago, and everything that you said they were going to do, they're doing now. And I said, yeah, I know. I said, the only thing I didn't 
realized was the COVID thing, which is, of course, is a biological, which I've always told you they're going to use biologicals to depopulate, not nuclear weapons. The quote-unquote interdimensional entities that handle us, <laughs> that we've talked about the last two days, the fallen angels or whatever you want to call them, they don't want nuclear bombs going off on this planet. They don't want that kind of pollution here. They don't want that type of ripping of the space-time continuum because nuclear bombs are extremely powerful and they have a tendency to mess with different levels of dimensions and they know that that's why they don't want you dropping them in the planet and blowing them up in the planet and detonating them on the planet that's why this whole thing we're gonna have a nuclear war with russia that's a lie we're gonna have a nuclear war with china that's a lie that technology is so old because space waste weapon systems that we can lay waste of entire continents and cities and regions with our star wars platforms now we don't need to drop nuclear weapons on anything and according to dr judy wood who wrote the book where did the powers go on 9-11 she's a material physicist used to work i believe at clemson and she basically said that they used a space-based weapons platform system to microwave the tower until it went to what's called resonance frequency, and it literally came apart and turned to powder and just disappeared. You need to read her book. And she has all the physics and all the calculations behind it, along with either mini nukes or thermite or whatever else they used. And that's why people were jumping out of the window because – she said they were jumping out of the window 30 and 40 flights stored floors above the main fires, and they were basically dying. They were committing suicide because she said they were being microwaved to death inside of the towers, and so the pain was so extreme they would rather jump to their death than experience what was going on inside of the buildings. But you can read it yourself in the book. I believe that book's available online now for free. But you need to go ahead and read that book because right after it was published, her assistant was shot to death in a parking lot, which is always interesting. But, guys, a lot of stuff happened on 9-11. And also remember, there was a giant hurricane off the coast of New York that morning. They're usually they're never that high up there. And she said they were able to draw a lot of energy in some way or another out of that hurricane system. So her book is a must read for anybody who's a 9-11, you know, researcher. It really is. You gotta take, put her information into what she talked about and what we saw and what happened with 9-11. And we need to also remember that the Solomon Building, Building 7, also came down that day. By the way, talking about having to wear double masks, a Japan supercomputer is now showing that doubling the masks offer little help in preventing the viral spread. Now here's what's funny about this. This was put out on the Reuters Newswire, which is part of the Rothschild enterprises as far as controlling the distribution of news, and now they're saying that doubling the mask offers little help. Why do they do this? Well, here's why they do this. They constantly want to change the goalposts. They want to constantly change the narrative. They want to constantly maintain as much confusion as part of what they do with their, uh, how should I say, their their spells that they put on people, this, this, this incredible mind-binding spell they're trying to put on us. Now, there's a really good article that, from BillKloss.law.blog, and it's called The False Promise of Normality, Left Red Pillars Chased by Pod People in the Invasion of the Body Snatchers Today to be Wearing Masks. Now, I'm going to read you part of this because it's that good, and it really made me feel good this morning when I read it because so much of what we've told you on the show, he's highlighting right here. And so it's nice to hear somebody else say it. So here's what it says. This, is a, this quote first starts off with a quote by Gary Barnett. Society is happy to toe the line of tyranny 
because they actually believe that they might gain permission from their masters to simply live. These are not, these are the fools among us and they make up the largest portion of society and this does not bode well for our future. And I would give this about 80% of the population are in this category. I hate to say that, but that's true. This morning I talked to another man and he was in Australia. And he basically, uh, he'd been here and visited us at the house a few years ago. He's got a ministry. In fact, he actually appeared on our show years ago. He does rehab as far as with drugs and alcohol with people as far as he's got big clinics set up in Australia. He said that they're so draconian in Australia now that they're about to mandate forced masks. In other words, being tied down on a gurney against your will and be injected. That's what he said. And he said the people there are so compliant and so willing to go along with everything because they were so used to living in a penal colony for so many generations when it was a penal colony that they don't have any ability to resist. He said he wants to leave and come to the United States, the last basically bastion of hope on the planet. I'm like, wow. you know, And that's how the world still sees us, guys. But yet we have these people like bumbling buffoon Fauci who's completely controlled by the Kabbalists. Now, I'm going to finish this article. Here's the next paragraph in it, and this is why I want to tie it together with the Kabbalists. We neither have the intelligence to understand our predicament nor the courage to confront it. The COVID hoax is the culmination of centuries-old conspiracy by Kabbalists to destroy Western Christian civilization. Are you listening to me, friends? I'm going to repeat that again. I want you to hear that one more time. We neither have the intelligence to understand our predicament nor the courage to confront it. The COVID hoax is a culmination of centuries-old conspiracy by Kabbalists to destroy Christian Western civilization. Wars, depression, homosexuality, feminism, migration, sexual liberation, pornography, dumbed-down education, etc. were all designed to undermine and sacrifice Christian Western society to communism. Thanks to the Kabbalist-owned mainstream media, we believe this ongoing Satanist assault represents progress rather than suicide. And repeat that one. You guys hear it? Thanks to the Kabbalist-owned mainstream media, we believe this ongoing Satanist assault represents progress rather than suicide. Essentially, we have been inducted into a Satanic cult. Satanic cults control and exploit their members by making them sick, i.e. vaccinations, or they think they're sick. If society collapses, you can bet that the foods the pioneers ate will become dietary staples. So I want to post this article for you guys. That was one of the most succinct explanations of exactly what's happening that I've ever seen. And I just absolutely just just applaud this BillKloss.law.blog for posting this. You guys can look at it and see it yourself and realize that we are not the only people that are saying this. That's what's so important that we get, that we are not the only ones. By the way, Florida judge here, this is absolutely nuts. And I don't know how in the world this judge, oh, I guess I know how he's doing. I'll tell you that in a second. Florida judge removes children from moms who don't wear masks but yet commit no crimes. The only reason they're being removed because they don't have a mask on. America, you better wake up and pay attention. The story out of Florida is carried by national file could signal to you that something is very wrong in this country. Broward County, which is the Kabbalist control county down there that used to have Sheriff Israel, <laughs> County Circuit Court Judge, uh, who's Jewish, Dale Cohen, who's probably also a Kabbalist, I'm adding that 
has repeatedly suspended parental time-sharing arrangements for mothers who have been caught not wearing masks, according to interviews with parents and stunning audio and court documents obtained by National File. Cohen, who was originally appointed by Jeb Bush, by the way, Jeb Bush was not who you thought he was, indefinitely suspended parental time-sharing for Melanie Joseph when he heard that she was seen in a photograph. Listen to this, a photograph on social media not wearing a mask. Joseph said that she was merely trying to take a break from the mask. Joseph later made an agreement with heavy restrictions, including mandatory vaccinations. Are you listening? Including mandatory vaccinations and a mandate that her asthmatic 14-year-old son must wear a mask to get limited time-sharing back to have time to spend with her own child. Judge, probably Kabbalah's Cohen, also completely cut off time-sharing for a mother of a less than two-year-old child when a court filing accused a mom of consistently not wearing a mask and a photo evidence showed her not socially distancing at the beach. My friends, I've got to ask you a question. What the heck is going on? This is in Florida. This is why I say it's so important. You can't appoint these liberal judges to the bench. These guys are – this is a circuit court judge. Now, if this would have been a basically federal court judge, oh, my gosh. When these guys drop the gavel, the federal court judges, unless you can get an appeal, it's like the hand of a little god with a little G dropping down in that courtroom, and you don't get it. So whatever they say goes, if they want to have their way with you, they're going to have it. I know a guy down here, named, his name was uh, Danny Strader. He got involved with a bunch of white-collar crime back in the 80s down here in Florida, and that doggone judge, that federal court judge dropped a hammer on him. White-collar crime, 37 years in prison. Bam, dropped the gavel. That was it. He did not have the right for an appeal because it wasn't a capital murder case. He was not given the death penalty, and he never got an appeal, and it was done. He's still in prison, guys. He's in his, like in his 70s now. been in prison, I think, for 34 years now for white-collar crime. That's why I'm going to say it again. The appointments of the judges. Look at the Supreme Court now. Look at this mess on the Supreme Court. What an absolute mess. These Kabbalists have taken, they've taken control of the Supreme Court. And all these people we thought were so conservative, they get on the Supreme Court with these lifetime appointments. And somebody's got something dirty on some of these boys and girls. And you think about that for a second. I mean, what in the world? They saw massive vote fraud, and yet they refused to even hear the case. Where's justice? Where's the rule of law if our own Supreme Court is compromised to this degree? But Austin is right. You know, we've got gun legislation passing. We've got all of this crazy stuff going on. And if we don't have somebody in the Senate who's willing to stand the ground against this from a Democratic standpoint, a lot of stuff's going to get passed. And it'll be up to states and local sheriffs, which we've talked about so many times, to either implement or not implement these laws. Wow. Austin, what do you think? Absolutely. And it's definitely that time now. If you're in a state or if you're in a county that you feel has the ability to stand their ground against egregious, unlawful orders, it's time you start talking to your sheriff. It's time you start talking to your local representatives. I mean that sincerely because it's not the time when it starts passing and everything's in place. You need to know what's going to happen and how they're going to handle this because when you start having unbelievably egregious bills – like the HR-127 that says you have to have $800 a year liability insurance 
insurance paid to the attorney general every year to keep your firearm license. You have to have a psychological background with interviews of two family members and spouses and or spouses to get your license when they can revoke it at any time for any reason permanently if they feel the need to do they're not even trying to hide what they're about to do with firearms i'm being sincere they're not trying to hide it they're telling you what they're going to do 90 percent, in my opinion 80 to 90 percent of those gun licenses will be uh basically denied if you're giving the ability to some liberal psychologist to interview you for a psych eval, and he basically has the matters of life and death as far as your gun rights in his hand, and you hack him off, or you make a comment, or you say something he doesn't like, all he has to say is, he failed. That's it. There is no rebuttal on it. I read the bill. It doesn't matter. Nobody even comes back. No, it's it. No, he failed a psyche valve. License denied. Now, now, once the license is denied, if you were caught with any firearms whatsoever without the license, you were then charged with a 10-year felony. Well, as far as I'm concerned, we need to make sure our local county and our states are going to stand their ground on this because this isn't even, this isn't even a question of legality. This is a question of full-blown, brazen violation of the Second Amendment. This, I mean, it's, it's not even anything. And you look and see what's happened in Australia. I love Australia. I love New Zealand down there. Place, beautiful, beautiful country. But they've fully disarmed. Then New Zealand, look at New Zealand. They had that body cam, live feed footage of that guy going in that mosque with a 12-gauge, which that whole video was very strange, shooting all those Muslims. They turned around immediately, overnight, banned firearms as far as pretty much any significant firepower, AR-15s. It's like, they banned them. Had to turn them in. They're disarmed now. Australia's disarmed now. This is always what they do. Once the country, once the populace does not have the ability to defend themselves, they just enact whatever they want. Look, that's a talk about mandated vaccines, strapping you down, injecting you with an RNA shot. They can never, never get away with that currently in the United States. Never, ever. It'd be a full blown shooting war. You can't start strapping people down and injecting them against their will. I mean, this is, talk about violation of human rights. When you don't have firearms, you have no rights. The firearms are the great equalizer. It doesn't really matter what happens in most cases. The weapons always equalize situations pretty quickly. Just my opinion on that. Also, too, in other news, I found this to be very interesting. The L.A. Times reported on this, got almost zero coverage at all. AP reported on this, got almost zero coverage at all. The long-term immigrant children facilities, as they have said, are basically starting to fill up rapidly under the Biden administration because we're having such massive flooding in of illegals over the border right now because Biden basically did a proclamation that Everybody can come into the country. Come in. We'll take care of you on it. The U.S. Health and Human Services now authorized operators of long-term facilities basically to open. The federal agency has drastically cut its capacity because of COVID-19 pandemic. Nearly all the beds for immigrant children are full. However, now 
the Border and Health and Human Services has now started to open up surge facilities and independent facilities, one in Carrizo Springs. This one can hold up to 700 teenagers. Many other ones are beginning to reopen. While these buildings have beds, classrooms, and dining areas, surge facilities cost an estimate $775 per child daily. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't just pass over that and not address that. I'm going to repeat that. While they have beds, classrooms, and dining areas, surge facilities cost an estimated $775 per day per child to house and feed them by the southern border. That's $775 per day of taxpayer money, which equates to $23,000. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Now, I'm pretty good with budgets, and I can tell you right now, it doesn't cost seven hundred and seventy-five dollars to feed and house a teenage kid. These are unbelievably bloated budget numbers, and they're being used to probably funnel money somewhere else. You're telling me it costs twenty-three thousand dollars to house one kid in one surge facility and feed him three times a day? A condo in Manhattan's roughly Five six thousand dollars a month. A brand new Ferrari or Porsche is two three four thousand dollars a month if you finance it. Another cabin on the lake, you buy that, finance it two three four thousand dollars a month. You still haven't hit your twenty three thousand dollar a month budget per child. So obviously these numbers are grossly overbloated. And again, as we have seen with all of the COVID budgetary systems and these gigantic bills they've put forward, the money's going somewhere, and it's not going to that. It doesn't cost you $775 a day to house and feed a child. That's completely and totally ridiculous. But this is what they've figured out to do. You open up these programs, you open up these budgets, you open up these agencies, and you start funneling money into them, in most cases billions and billions of dollars. So what do these agencies start doing when they got a glut? They start figuring out how to try to wash their money. In some cases, like the ATF did under Eric Holder and Obama, they start transferring over 2,500 machine guns and 50 caliber Barrett rifles directly to the Mexican drug cartel under what they call were straw purchases so they could see, allegedly, where these weapons were going to go. Oh, and then they accidentally accidentally lost all of the weapons. They accidentally lost them all. Ended up being in the hands of El Chapo and all kinds of other Mexican drug cartels, including murdering a Border Patrol agent with one of the very automatic AK-47s that ATF handed them. That is what these agencies do best. Funneling money, then committing crimes, then never even getting in trouble for it. You can go all the way back to Ruby Ridge. You can go all the way back to Waco, Texas with the Branch Davidians. This is systemic. So when people tell me, I just need to be happy to give up my guns and register them because, you know, it's for the greater good. It's for the protection of everybody. No. No. Last time I checked, the government does not even have the time nor inclination to protect anybody. Its sole purpose is basically to corrupt and to steal. That is what their main purpose is now. They've fallen a long way since 1776. And with these bills we're seeing now, this H.R. 1 bill completely changing the entire dynamics of voting with these gun bills, with everything they're running through here, 
It's time. There is no changing anything in the federal government right now. I can tell you right now, it's it's done. Anything anything short of a full blown revolution, which I don't recommend, that's 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 it. And the problem is there's a reason why, as I've said this now for the last two months, there's a reason why they have five thousand plus National Guards in the Capitol. There's a reason why they have eight foot permanent barriers with razor wire on them right now. There's a reason why. They know what they're about to pass in the coming months, and they know there's going to be an uproar of biblical proportions in the United States, and a lot of states are not going to go along with it, and a lot of people are going to be really, really mad. That is the only reason you would keep that level of military force in the Capitol right now, along with razor wire and fencing, the only one. So be prepared for what's starting to happen, and understand that we have the ability to make change on a local and state level. Changing stuff in the Fed right now, it's not going to happen. We have to stand our ground in our states and stay prepared as always. I've encouraged people repeatedly, right now, when stuff is still pretty decent for the most part, it's that time to make sure you're prepped, whether you need to have first aid equipment, whether you need to be stocked up on some supplements and multiple powder, whether you need to be stocked up on ammo or food buckets. They already came out. Now, if you guys saw this, the Food and Agricultural Organizer Food Price Index now rose for the ninth consecutive month at the end of February, hitting levels not seen since July 2014, led by sugar and vegetable oils, cereal, dairy products, and meat. This is going up. This is what happens when you start dumping trillions of dollars in the market. You start having inflation. The only reason we haven't seen massive hyperinflation is because they've kept the stimulus checks so egregiously small. If they started handing people the actual stimulus bills and gave people four, five, six thousand dollars per person, you would start to see hyperinflation occur almost immediately in the coming months. We're already seeing it on a small level in certain industries, but it's happening. That's why I tell people, get prepped now because it's the cheapest, easiest time to do it when when we're in a good standing. That's why I've had so many people call me up, and they've been just – about every month, they're like, dude, I need another food bucket, need another meat bucket. They buy one at a time. I tell people, dude, that's the best way to do stuff. If you're buying silver, if you're buying gold, if you're buying ammunition, if you're buying food buckets, if you're buying meat buckets, you're not trying to spend a whole lot of money at one time. Just buy one every month. Just buy one, buy one, buy one, and all of a sudden you got 10, 12 food buckets. You got a couple thousand rounds of ammunition. You got this or that. That's the easiest way to do it, and this is what everybody has to start doing on a regular basis right now is getting prepped if we want to stand our ground in the patriot community. What do you think, Deb? You're 100% right, Austin. In fact, I remember years ago I read a book, a great book. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon, and uh, it was a phenomenal book. I read it. And he said, basically, take 10% of what you earn every month. And with taxes and stuff, I would say 10% of what you net, your, your take-home pay, and buy something with it that's worth something, like, like you know, a piece of silver, you know, you know, like, you know, a couple ounces of silver. And every single month, just do that, do that, do that. You know, budget your tithe in, budget in that 10%, and live on the balance. And you'd be amazed, you know, how quickly you accumulate silver. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you also you look down and you got like, oh, I've got a thousand dollars worth of silver. Wow, that was something. And all of a sudden, that's a core asset. That's something you don't touch. You just leave it there and you keep doing it every month. And after about 10 or 15 years, you've got some money stashed in silver. And all of a sudden, you know, this is what that book said to do back to you know, the richest man of Babylon. And then I had a friend of mine one time. He came down and his name was Jim. 
Jim Burke, matter of fact, good man, good, good speaker too. He's got to be old by now. He's got to be in his eighties. And I remember we went, he said, do you have any coin shops? And I said, sure. And he was a guy who was from South Dakota. And, uh, we went to a coin shop in Winter Haven and he bought some silver, some silver coins, some silver bars. And I said, why are you doing that? I mean, like, I'm like in my twenties, right? He goes, well, he's just a really good inflation hedge. And he goes, and plus it lets you sleep at night because it's really something that you put in as a core asset and you don't ever touch it. And I thought, how Interesting. See, and that's the key here with everything. Same thing with food. Same thing with silver. Same thing with ammo. Don't go, don't, don't go out and try to buy 10,000 rounds of ammo. You don't have to do that. You know, but buy 500, buy 400, buy 300, buy 200, whatever you could do. And learn to budget yourself underneath your income. That's really important. And you guys, all of you who know, who have, have your own businesses, you know, everything has a cycle. You know, some years you've got really good business cycle and you make a lot of money. Other years you have really low business cycle and you don't make any money. And so work off the cycles. So if you have a cycle, let's say, where you're making, you know, at your peak, you know, $10,000 a month, right? That's a lot of money. It's a lot. But then you have a cycle where you're making $3,000 a month. Learn to live on the 3000 a month and make investments with the rest of it when it cycles back up. Or leave it in your cash flow so you could basically, if it drops off, you'll have money to continue to play the employees. Learn to live on the bottom side of the cycle. And you say, well, that sounds like, yuck, Ted, I don't want to do that. Well, maybe that's because I was raised by parents who went through the Great Depression, right? I, mean, I really was. My mom was raised in Germany and born there in 1916, and my father was raised in Iowa and born there in 1901. He's like, you know, 30 years old when the Great Depression hit, and he saw it all. He saw, you know, he saw with you know everybody riding around on horses to get you know Model Ts and to finally developing airplanes and and finally having wars and all the other stuff. Dad saw it all, so did my mom. And it's kind of interesting. My grandfather, he was born like in 1884. He really saw it all because he lived to be 19 until 1970. And so they all were very very frugal, all of them, because they'd all been through wars, they'd all been through depressions, and they learned to conserve. They learned to use the toothpaste until the toothpaste was empty. I know that sounds funny, doesn't it? That's a silly thing to say, isn't it? They learned to use the toothpaste until the toothpaste was empty. And to this day, I still use the toothpaste until the toothpaste is empty, and then I throw it away. A lot of people use the toothpaste that is half full. They throw it away because they had to, you know, try to work on getting, tried to have to work on getting toothpaste out. And see, and this is the thing that people don't get. If you learn to conserve in the little things, and you don't go out and get dinner every night, you know, you don't go out and do crazy stuff. You know, a lot of people go out and they basically, you know, they'll go get dinner every night or every day and they look at their doggone credit card bill at the end of the month and, and they owe $2,000 or $3,000. I know people who've done this, guys, and both of them ended up going bankrupt. Don't live like that. Don't do it. Just learn how to conserve. Chuck Baldwin came out with another really good article and it says the laboratory for all things tyrannical. Good article. Upon the advent of the 21st century, the U.S. began a concerted effort to create a tyrannical police state, society, socialist Europe, and former free countries such as Canada, Great Britain, New Zealand, and Australia began this effort during the last half of the 20th century and now are deeply in the throes of advancing authoritarianism, and the U.S. is quickly catching up. Tragically, the vast majority of Christians and conservatives seem to be oblivious to America's flirtations with police state tyranny. Not only do the vast majority of Christians and conservatives seem to not recognize the dangers of such condition, they are among the most vocal supporters for the vehicles that are transporting us into that condition. America's conservatives 
infatuation with our military and police has blinded them to the way that totalitarians and government within both major parties are using our police and military for ever-increasing acts of tyrannical behavior. This is one reason why I kept saying that it is far more important that when you elect your county sheriff than whom you elect as president. I agree with Chuck on this. We've got a great sheriff. The other thing that Christians and conservatives are oblivious to is the sheer evil of Zionism. He's right. It is fair to say, this is the Kabbalists, it is fair to say that without their enthusiastic and blind support for Zionist Israel, the wicked power influence of the Kabbalists, the Zionism, would not exist. And again, this goes right back to the Schofield Bible. I'm going to post this article for you guys to read. You say, well, why do you always talk about that, Ted? Because it's an issue that's not going away. Until Christians wake up and stop using the Schofield Bible and realize that commentary is destroying Christianity and rendering it useless and powerless, we've got to realize that you know we've got to talk about it. And I really commend that Chuck's doing that and talking about it. Very, 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 very important. By the way, Sinclair, Sinclair Broadcasting, who uh, you know basically is the one who puts out Alex Jones' show, is to lay off hundreds of employees, citing profound impact pandemic has had on its business. Citing the coronavirus pandemic, the Sinclair Broadcasting Group said on Wednesday it will reduce its workforce by approximately 5%, amounting to hundreds of layoffs across the country. The impact of the COVID-19 pandemic continues to be felt across all sectors of the economy, something that can have profound impact on a company and diversified as ours, a Sinclair spokesperson told CNN Business in a statement from local business. So this... Everything is being affected by the economy and what Sinclair doing. Why is it doing that? Austin alluded to that earlier about the hyperinflation, because they changed the velocity of money. Very important to understand that. They've slowed everything way down, which has allowed them to pour trillions of dollars into all of these ops they've got, which is not coming to the people of the United States, in order to avoid hyperinflation by the trillions. And they've done a good job doing that. i got to give them credit for that. But they had to shut down the whole planet to do it. What the heck? A lot of people are out of business. A lot of people have lost their jobs. It's been horrible. Wouldn't it have been better just not to throw trillions of dollars into the economy and the black operations and black budgets and $10,000 hammers, which is a call, of course, is all a lie. Like Austin said, that takes $700 a day to raise a teenager. That's stupid. You could raise a teenager. You could raise a whole house full of teenagers for about – Twelve hundred dollars a month extra in food and water, that kind of stuff. Said you don't need seven hundred dollars per. You don't need you know twenty thousand dollars a month for a teenager. Hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to raise a child. That's insanity. Again, it's all being pushed to blackout programs. By the way, here's an interesting article, and I've always wondered who Deagle was. And it says, "What in the world is it?" Deagle.com. And I thought this is this is really an interesting article. Perhaps most surprising of all is the revelation who is behind Deagle. And to find that answer, we have to go and look at the solution of who started Deagle. Early researchers were able to uncover that the person behind the website known as Deagle.com is basically the former government insider Edwin Deagle. Deagle was the undersecretary of the Air Force under Bill Clinton. Aha. He later became assistant to the Secretary of Defense, aha, and the Secretary, Deputy Secretary of Defense under Clinton in 1994. He's also listed as an active member of the CFR. No surprise here. 
Perhaps the most telling of all is the interesting fact that Deagle is the Director for International Relations for the Rockefeller Foundation, one of the world's leading eugenic supporters. Wait a minute. He's the Director for the International Relations of the Rockefeller Foundation? Wants to kill everybody? Oh, yeah. Just as interesting, it appears that once this information became public in 2015, a concerted effort was made to hide his, Deagle's name and who he was from the information directory. And, of course, it has no longer existed as of October the 2, 2015, as far as the registry. So this is interesting. Deagle held many positions under the Bill Clinton administration. Deagle wrote the foreword to the book World Energy Survey by Ruth Savard, second edition, 1981, in which he predicted a mass exodus from the United States, including a mass reduction of the population of the United States. So he's pretty much an insider insider, and he had said back in 2015, 2014, that the population of the United States was going to drop down to 50 million and now he's saying it's going to be down to like 100 million. So that's who this guy is who does this legal forecast. And I want everybody to realize that because, quite frankly, if we don't understand who he is and where this study is coming from, we can't assign him any credibility whatsoever. So he's pretty doggone credible. So we got to pay careful attention to what he says and pay attention to what they're doing as far as this virus. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? Absolutely. And this is, this is where it's going to continue to go unless people start standing up and saying no it's not going to stop i was watching a thing from um ian fitness over on instagram the other day and he, you know he's the one up in new jersey who's been fighting i mean for the last year now about keeping their gym open and i mean he's had hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines that he refuses to pay they've actually seized money out of his account i mean it's been a complete and total debacle up there and that's what he exactly what he said. He goes, as long as people keep complying, it's going to keep going. He goes, we tried to directly work with the state and making sure we had even better precautions than what they required to keep our gym open. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to know anything about it. All they wanted us to do was obey and follow orders. And we said, no, we're not going to. And it's escalated and escalated. And he said, that's where we're at now. It has nothing to do about protecting people against a virus that, you know, there's 60, 70 viruses a day that we're exposed to, according to research. So it's nothing to do with safety. It's nothing to do with protection. It's all about compliance and submission. And I've been saying that for almost a year now after we finally realized that, hey, vitamin C is incredibly good to keep the immune system strong and fight off viruses. Hey, the research is showing that elevated healthy levels of vitamin D in the body pretty much fight off any virus you get for the most part. Hey, quercetin and zinc together work really good as well in conjunction with D and C to keep the immune system strong. But again, you never heard about it. And that's when I knew it was all a complete and total lie. Not that the virus wasn't real, but that everything they were telling us about the numbers, about the cases, about the lockdowns, about everything was turning into a lie. When they refused to address anything about health, exercise, vitamins, or a natural approach, refused to. No vaccine still in sight. You know, they have a vaccine available, no idea how to do anything, but refuse to even bring out the most basic concepts of health out to light on the mainstream media. Refuse to talk about it. That's when you know it's a complete and total lie that they're trying to feed you, and that's all about manipulation and control. So it's time that everybody stand up. Speaking of 
idiotic things that a lot of the government says. There's now been a research article that has been published that is not um, – excuse me, a Department of Education article that basically is demanding that the children – this is from Arizona. The Arizona Department of Education is now recommending that parents read the the, the uh, article titled – how white parents can talk to their kids about race. The Department of Education recommends reading that claims babies are not colorblind and parents must instill anti-racist attitudes and actions beginning at birth in order for their children not to absorb bias from the world around them. They also continue to write, white parents can and should begin addressing issues of race and racism early, even before their children can speak. Studies in the that infants as young as three months old can recognize racial differences, avoiding the topic rather than actively countering with anti-racist attitudes and actions, simply open the door for children to absorb bias from the world around them. Uh, you can't come up with much more of a racist, racist article than that. If you notice, it doesn't discuss anything about any race but whites being racist. It has a graph in there as well that has ages going up, and it says, by five, black and Latino children in research settings show no preference towards their own groups compared to whites. White children, by the age of five, remain strongly biased in favor of whiteness. (laughs) Can't even make this up. So when they can't figure out anything else to throw on TV, when they can't figure out any type of other support for BLM, who, by the way, has got over 90 million dollars last year blm 90 million dollars in donations and they have not shown where one single penny has gone to support the black community at all thought everybody would find that real interesting because i know a lot of people were all real supportive blm blm you guys listen when you start having groups that are paid protesters run around and burn down buildings they're not supporting anything, just like they haven't been giving any money to the community. And quite frankly, where did all the rioting go? Anybody ask that question? Where, last summer, you know, it was it's all stopped now. BLM doesn't exist. They've gone back in a hole somewhere and said, hey, we're not going to come out until we're needed. I mean, where, 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 where's their, their motivation now to do anything? It's not there because they're not getting paid currently. That's simply that's right. how it works, and it's sad. And that same thing – and Dad and I were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Why is it that every time any incident happens at all, they blast it on the mainstream media when they want it to get coverage? If they don't want it to get coverage, it is dead silent. That is when you know everything is being done is propaganda and mind control to keep you focused on the narrative that they want you to think about. That's why here at Health Masters, that's why here at our show, we continue to speak the truth on topics. We bring you articles. We bring you studies. We bring you the facts of what's really going on the best we possibly can so you can continue to keep the real truth of what's going on and realize that we have to continue to stand up for what's right. What do you think, Dan? You're 100% on point, Austin. I mean, we, we've got it. Yesterday I was talking to Gene. He's a good friend, Gene Shoker. He's up there in Virginia. And, and I was talking to him about, you know, our show. And he kind of helps me as far as determine what show is going to be played for Sunday night. And he was saying, well, how in the world do you guys – figure this stuff out and you're pretty much right on all these projections that you do. And I said, well, Gene, I said, you know, I'm not, we're not right all the time, but we, we pretty much, we nail it most of the time. And here's why 
we don't have to buffer our new stories based upon advertisers. I'm just telling you guys that. In other words, if you know something's going to affect your advertising revenue, you're not going to talk about it because you can't pay the bills otherwise. Because you guys have been so kind to support Health Masters to get your multiple vitamins from us and your toothpaste from us and your deodorant from us and all the things you get from us, it allows us the opportunity to be really, really clear on the shows and not play, you know, partisan politics with anyone or anything. So if I want to talk about Zionism or I want to talk about Jesus and that he's the Lamb of God and he's the Prince of Peace and he's the Counselor, the Good Shepherd, and he's our Savior, I can do that. Without some advertiser going, you can't talk about Jesus. Oh, gosh, I'm, just, I'm over these people. A few years ago, Doug Hagman had a group of people. Basically, he, they were buying a lot of advertising from him. And he started talking about the gay agenda. And they straight told him, if you talk about the gay agenda, we're pulling the advertising away from you. And he goes, pull your advertising. And they did. They yoked it. And then he had two or three more who were advertising with him. They all yoked it. Massively cut back on his revenue stream. See, that's the problem with advertising. That's why I want to thank you again for supporting us. I want to thank you for praying for us. I mean, you guys mean the world to me. I mean, I got to pray for you guys twice this morning. I had to go over to Lakeland early this morning. I prayed for you on the way to Lakeland, and I came back over here with Sharon. She was out of bed, and I prayed for you guys again. That's what we're supposed to do, isn't it? Aren't we supposed to support each other with prayer and financially and all the things we can do? That's what we do with you guys. I, I keep I cover you guys in prayer every single day, and I thank you for the opportunity for allowing me to pray for you. Because remember, I told you this years ago, unless you allow me to pray for you, I can't cover you. I don't know if that makes any sense or not. Let me see if I can explain that. If, if I'm praying for somebody and they won't receive it and they get angry and I don't want to hear you pray for me, okay, it doesn't matter what I pray. It's not going to get answered because they've rejected it. They've rejected the prayer. So if I'm praying positive things, like I pray that in all ways you'll be blessed in all the things of your life, I don't want you to pray that over me. Okay, well, you're not going to get that. It's not going to happen to you now. It's just how it works. It's kind of like the law of sowing and reaping. God's so clear about it. The world calls it karma. Doing to others as you'd have them do unto you. Because, buddy, it comes back on you. Every single one, every single time you do something bad, I promise you, it's going to come back to bite you in the bottom. It always does. The problem is this is what happens to so many people in the real world. They basically get caught up in this, I'll do what I want to do. I don't care what it does, okay? And they, and they basically don't care, and they start making bad choices. We call those crossroad decisions. I talked about that in depth a few weeks ago, and pretty soon four or five of those decisions that affect everything in your life and now it's like Jim Rohn says. By the way, you need to listen. Everybody's listening to Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. I cut my teeth on Jim Rohn as far as his audio tapes from Zig Ziglar back in the 80s. And he says, go ahead and do what you want to do. Don't worry about how you affect other people. You'll find yourself driving what you don't want to drive, living where you don't want to live, doing what you don't want to do, having a life that you absolutely hate, married to somebody you don't want to be with. He goes, you'll figure it out real quick or not. And a lot of people don't figure it out. That's why this one article I said at the beginning, I said, you know, they said the vast majority of the people in this country are, are sheeple. They just go along with the flow. And I'm saying it's at least 80%, probably closer to 90. But you guys aren't in that category. You guys are absolutely brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Or you know, or you wouldn't be listening to a show that's this on the edge. I mean, we're out, we are out there. The last two days, we have been out there. 
by the way, a study now comparison comparing this. You get a well, it's not good. It's, it's horrible. But this is what happened. Studies comparing vaccinated to unvaccinated children. A doctor's license was yanked five days after publishing a study on unvaccinated children. The study revealed a clear curve. The more vaccines the child received, the more chronic diseases they had. <laughs> Dr. Paul Thomas had been practicing pediatrician for 35 years, beloved by his patients and their families. When one day, a few months ago, in early December 2020, he found his license had been suspended. The problem Five days before he had published a study showing the unvaccinated children in his practice were significantly more healthy than those who were vaccinated. Dr. Paul, his preferred form of address, published this study titled Relative Incidence of Office Visits and Cumulative Rates of Build Diagnoses Along the Axis of Vaccination. Whoa, I can't believe he did that. And in the International Journal of Environmental Research in Public Health, it was published. The full study can be accessed free of charge. Uh, we're going to send this link to you guys. You, you can pull it up. The study was involved involved comparison of all of the 3,324 children, which is significant. Dr. Paul has seen in his practice for over 10 years, from June 2008 until January 2019. Listen to this. 2,763 of those have been vaccinated with between 1 and 40 vaccines. Why? While 561 had received no vaccines. So about 20% got no vaccines. The rest of them got pretty much all their vaccines. The study revealed a clear curve where the more vaccines a child received, the more chronic diseases they later developed. And what's happening is here is this. When you tell the people the truth about this stuff, people get angry because they're being paid for by the medical profession who gets paid for by the advertisers who pay for the continuing education. In the survey mentioned in this video, it was found that 5% of unvaccinated people had chronic health studies, whereas 50% who were vaccinated had chronic health issues. I'll repeat that. It was found that 55% of unvaccinated people had chronic health conditions, while 50% had vac- who were vaccinated had chronic health conditions. Guys, do you realize how statistically significant that is? That's to the roof. 10% of those vaccinated had diabetes, while none of those who were not vaccinated had diabetes. The data compiled on these and many other diseases is quite compelling. The official line on vaccines is they are safe and effective. The claim is the benefits of vaccination far outweighs any side effects caused by the vaccines. By the way, that's a lie. Yet over 50 studies comparing individuals who were vaccinated with those who were not have raised serious questions about this. So I'm going to send you all of this information. It's all posted on the website. Guys, really evaluate whether you want to vaccinate, vaccinate your children or not. Really evaluate if you can get a, a you know, a, a thing from the county health department giving a religious exemption if it's still available in your state or at least homeschool. Really consider that rather than all these vaccinations. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. You guys are awesome. Have a wonderful weekend. Austin's on Hagman tonight. Go ahead and finish it up, Austin. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's an incredible study on that. And I've, I have personally witnessed it. I have not done a scientific study in depth like he has. But, you know, as most people know, I have two kids, and neither one of them have any shots at all. And they're unbelievably healthy. Now, I've got a lot of different friends and acquaintances and people I know in the office. And a lot of the children that come in that I've seen that run around and friends and so forth have been injected. By the time usually four or five years old, they've had dozens of shots. And you can see 
a marked decrease in their health the more shots they get. Not just autism, but allergies, ear infections. I mean, it's, the, the list goes on and on and on. So great info on that. Yes, I will be on the Hagman Show tonight. Got a bunch more stuff we're going to be covering. Also, too, in other news, I thought this was another interesting uh, thing from a state level. The Alabama House lawmakers have now voted 23 to 4 to protect children from gender reassignment, surgery, and hormones. This is a really big deal. Republican State Senator Shay Shelnut sponsored legislation. He said children are not mature enough to make these decisions on surgery and drugs. The whole point is to protect kids. Now, it's sad that we're actually having to do this now, actually put bills forward. But it's interesting because if you went into a doctor, okay, if, if a five-year-old went into a doctor, a 10-year-old goes into a doctor, and he said, hey, doc, I want you to cut off my index finger. I just – I don't like it. I want to have four fingers on that hand. The doctor would say, kids, you're nuts. Where's your parents? Go home. This is, is idiotic. The same kid comes in the office and goes, I need you to cut off my appendage now. I want you to change my sex. All of a sudden, the doctor goes, oh, you're revolutionary. You're changing it for everybody. Let's do it. It's idiotic. It, it boggles my mind. So, again, get the information out there. Stand up for your convictions on these topics, my friends, please. It's time, America, stand up proud. Breathe fresh air. Show your face. Stand by your convictions. I'll talk to you on the Hagman Show tonight. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. We'll talk to you again on this show. Monday, as always, you guys have a blessed night. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.